becomes a werewolf himself. Oh, quit handing me that. You're just wasting your time. The wolf beat you, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Wear this charm over your heart, always. All right, all right, I'll take it. What's it worth to you? you? I'll give you... Do you dare to show me the wound? What? Do you dare to show me the wound? Go now, and heaven help you. Welcome back, everyone, to our second installment of our monster movie madness here at Wondersoul all month long for the month of October to help you and I get into the spooky Halloween spirit. And uh, if you haven't already, there is a previous installment of this miniseries uh, where we covered The Invisible Man. Great flick. I think I gave it like a 7 out of 10, uh, even though those, those numbers really don't matter, <laughs> you know, but it still kind of helps you grade everything. Uh, and we're going to be covering some other monsters and classic films in the genre of horror and that being like Frankenstein, Dracula, and especially today we cover The Wolfman, uh, which came out in 1941, uh, starred Lon Chaney Jr. Now, Lon Chaney Sr. is his father, obviously, but his father is also a pretty famous actor, and especially in the genre of horror. Uh, Lon Chaney Sr. is basically known as the man with a thousand faces. Uh, he played such roles as the Hunchback of Notre Dame, um, Phantom of the Opera, uh, you know, the one where it's really spooky, black and white. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, big shoes to fill, obviously, when you're the son-daughter of somebody famous already in whatever lane or field um but man this movie is classic horror uh for people who do not know much about uh the wolfman i'll give you guys a synopsis real quick and then we'll get into our discussion um basically a practical man returns to his homeland uh he is attacked by a creature of folklore and infected with a horrific disease his disciplined mind tells him cannot possibly exist. Um, so where do we start with the Wolfman? Um, so many places we can start. Let, let's start with the atmosphere. Now based off of the, uh, the scenes that we get, the settings, um, this movie screams or better yet howls. Uh, classic horror, 
uh, feelings and vibes throughout from beginning to end. And that's something I really enjoy, especially just the the settings over. I, I think this takes place in Europe, like most of these classic horror films, uh, or maybe it was just the timing of the piece. Um, but, you know, you have that 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 village atmosphere then you have the traveling the gypsies in the the film and and just the aesthetics of everything there when they're out in the woods and the fog it's it's definitely very eerie um a lot of the scenery that we get it's bare um it's spooky and dark and um especially as we journey with uh lon cheney jr and his character uh as he starts to transform and, and get taken over by this curse, uh, becoming a werewolf, the Wolfman. Um, and that's what I really like about this movie. This is why the atmosphere just adds to what is already a great performance by uh, Lon Chaney and the rest of the cast. Uh, but just him going through this unfortunate event He's one of the more relatable characters if we're looking at, um, for instance, we just talked about the Invisible Man. Well, you, we don't really get to see him before he basically goes crazy after turning invisible. I don't think you can relate to him. You can't relate to Dracula. You can't relate to the monster, Frankenstein, or any of these other characters. But the Wolfman just seems like a good guy who just was at the wrong place at the wrong time. And he just is, he's fucked from the beginning. And he's destined to hurt the people he loves. So, you know, it's this conflict. They, they speak about werewolves, and especially this movie, The Wolfman, about how it kind of themes itself out to be like this movie and story about duality. About the good and evil in people. And how you have somebody like Larry, which is Lon, Lon Chaney Jr.'s character, uh, you know, he, he's introduced as just like a swell, everyday guy. And a lot of people can relate to that. But then to see him struggle with this uh, curse and this uh, almost like he feels like he's having this illusion and, and, and everybody's going crazy and he's going crazy. And, and just, you know, the moment he gets into town or in that village and they keep talking and they keep saying, uh, they keep quoting this, uh, this famous line saying, Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. And he even goes on to say, oh, you know that one too, huh? Because you hear it like three times. This movie is really what sets up a lot of the uh, infamous lore of werewolves that we know uh, today. A lot of the modern mythology about werewolves and like the silver bullets and the wolfbane and the full moon and just so many other things. Now this is a, a tale that is tethered in folk tales and folklore, but you know Universal Studios really uh, jumped up for the opportunity to create this because if you think about uh, like Frankenstein and Dracula, those are two movies that were originally based off of uh, novels. So the Wolfman was like a complete original script and idea, I think, for the most part. So, you know, one of the things I like about the, the Wolfman is that relatability. This, um, you know, innocent man that just gets stricken with unfortunate, like, luck, I guess. And he's, only, he, he's almost destined to fail. This becomes a tragedy, you know, because 
you feel bad for him. You you know that he's a good person, and then like people start dying. He's killing people. He's transforming into the wolf, and you just can't imagine what it's like to just lose your mind and to do terrible things and not recall them and not be able to uh, understand what's real and what's not and just how frightening that must be and how a completely sane person just starts to lose their mind um and it's sad because you know unfortunately spoilers (laughs) this ends uh, even though i do not like the ending because it's very abrupt but uh, so this movie ends with him dying his father actually kills him with the cane uh the the wooden cane with the silver wolf uh that he used to kill the original wolf that bit him and how ironic that was and just you know how unfortunate that is you know i would have liked to see this movie end uh after you you know like that's after that scene you you see the the father deal with the repercussions of what just happened and even the girl because she survives uh his love interest um and i would have because you know obviously there's sequels obviously wolfman and lon chaney jr he was uh reintroduced and, and introduced again uh in numerous sequels and other universal studio monster flicks in the future um and so they it, it was always kind of strange because they would kill the wolf man at the end of these movies but bring him back for sequels and then in the third one they finally uh the one that lon chaney did um he's cured which is cool so you get the the whole arc uh kind of coming to a, a complete close and all that good stuff um but yeah, so you know, it's kind of like what I think people are afraid of when they watch something like The Exorcist, which you're probably thinking like, well, how, how does the Wolfman and The Exorcist connect? Well, I'll tell you how I see them connecting. And I don't know if it's because I saw The Exorcist recently. Um, but the thing about The Exorcist that freaks people out, I think, is that the fact that the girl that is possessed by the demon is relatively innocent you know pure in heart and that's what this whole you know uh saying is that the gypsies and everybody in the village knows like even a man pure in heart can become a a werewolf you know even somebody as innocent as a child can become possessed by a demon like nobody is invincible to these curses and these unfortunate things life doesn't play favorites based off of your like attitude and stuff i guess in in some ways and that's what you know makes these stories a tragedy because you feel bad and it makes you scared because if you you know you we tend to walk around and think that bad things happen to bad people good things happen to good people well you know we all know that that's not the case that sometimes bad things happen to good people and vice versa and this is an example this is a story of a good man that just you know meets a ill fate a, a, a early fate and it's just really tied into a lot of folklore which i think i like uh speaking of which i've recently just read a story that kind of ties into like folk tales and stuff like that uh it's called red cap so check out that episode uh gonna be reading some other scary movies so a little plug there um but this this focus back on the werewolf 
uh, aspect of this this whole story. The creature design was really cool. I think at this time, uh, you know, after years later, we've gotten so many different renditions of werewolves and stuff like that. And I don't know, like when you tell me a werewolf is Wolfman, well, Wolfman and werewolves are different in my opinion. The only reason why I say that, Wolfman should have some kind of human look. And this does look like a man who's just really extra furry. You know, maybe has changed a little bit, like his hands and feet and his face start to distort and change. But he doesn't completely look like just a huge giant wolf or something like that. Um, that's where I look at just regular werewolves. They're more wolf-like. Uh, so I like the makeup design. It's changed over time. I mean, anybody who acts and goes through the hours and hours of makeup, you know, you have to respect. And Lon Chaney, you know, definitely went through that <laughs> with this role. Because when they're doing the transformation scenes, you know, at that time in the in the, the early 40s, you know, they'd apply makeup, they film, they'd apply makeup, they film, and, and then they would gradually make it look like he was changing into the wolf. And so that would that took a lot of time, I'm assuming. Uh, you must have a lot of patience to be doing that. So the makeup was cool. Um, yeah, so other than that, I mean, this is a good flick. This is a good movie. This is a classic. This is one of the, uh, the trinity, I think. Uh, you want to look at the universal monsters. I think you see Dracula. I think you see Frankenstein's monster. And I think you see the Wolfman. And that's not to dis or discredit any of the other uh, films, stories, and, and characters and creatures. But, um, you know, Lon Chaney just did a fantastic job playing this sympathetic guy. And it really pulls you in. And you really just feel for him as he's going down this rabbit hole uh, into madness. And, and he wants to do right and try to fix things, but I don't think he knows how. And he's just uh, uh, constantly conflicted. And I think I, I love that whole message of duality because I think that just is so relevant all the time. So it's a story that no matter what day and age you show this, you, you know, that message will probably always be relevant. And um, it's just got a really nice spooky Halloween atmosphere. You know, foggy, scary woods on a full moon night. Um, that definitely sends chills down your spine. I mean, nobody would want to go and put themselves in that situation, especially with uh, murderers out there, wolves and werewolves and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so that's really all, all I have to say about this movie. I mean, I think you should definitely check it out. Uh, please don't skip it. Uh, if you haven't seen The Wolfman, please do. Uh, if I were to rate this film, I'd probably give it about, I'd say, 8 out of 10. 8, eight out of 10, yeah. So I, I like this movie more than I like The Invisible Man. But to each their own, they're, they're very strong films, I think. And they're also just part of the pillars of horror uh, of this whole genre. And uh, people will always be interested in vampires and they'll always be interested in mad scientists and monsters, but definitely werewolves. I mean, think of all the films that have come out, you know, in the last handful of years that dealt with uh, vampires and werewolves. There's been a handful, a ton. So, yeah, The Wolfman 1941 starring Lon Chaney Jr. Please go check it out. 
Um, and then come back and listen to this episode again and see if you agree or disagree with anything that I had to say about it. If I left anything out that you felt uh, was important to this film and to this discussion, let me know so I can, you know, boost that out to everybody else. And yeah, I hope everybody's still enjoying their October. Lots of cool spooky things are up ahead. Uh, we're currently doing a playthrough of Resident Evil 4 on the Wondersoul Twitch channel. Check that out. Uh, on top of that, got some spooky wonder talks coming up with some fucking awesome guests. I'm very excited about all that. Um, want to definitely shout out to everybody who supports Wonder Soul on Patreon. Thank you because of you, this podcast can stay independent. Um, I want to definitely shout out and say thank you to all of the members of the Next Wave group um, and everybody who supports Wonder Soul on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. Uh, but there's an amazing, amazing group of people, uh, podcasters, just like Wonder Soul. Um, that you definitely need to check out. You can go to Podchaser. There's a list. It's called Alternate Reality Radio. Give it a heart. You can rate and review uh, podcasts in each individual episodes, just like this one that you're listening to now. So definitely go check it out. Uh, Podchaser is like the IMDB of podcasts. So if you're a fellow podcaster and you're listening to this and you haven't checked out Podchaser, do yourself a favor, jump on there and check it out for yourself. Um, but other than that, I'm hoping everybody's enjoying their spooky Halloween vibes that are coming from so many different directions. So many podcasts and creators that I know uh, are doing awesome Halloween content. So if you follow Wonder Soul on social media, you're definitely going to see and hear about them. So I hope you check them out. Um, and yeah. Yeah, until the next time we talk. Um, oh, yeah, and stay tuned for some more information on what the next movie is. Uh, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and decide right now. The next movie in the Monster Movie Madness, so if you want to watch before the episode comes out, is going to be The Mummy. The original Mummy, okay? Not the one that came out. I actually have the VHS right here. Hold on. Um yeah, not this mummy. Um, who's in this? Oh, yeah, Brandon Fraser. <laughs> this is a fun movie, but no, not that mummy. We're talking about the one um, from 1932. And oh, yeah, I, I guess I have to say this too. And not the 2017 Tom Cruise mummy. All right, none of that. Don't even, that never happened. Just remember, that never happened. Alright, so anyways, hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Can't wait to share with you some more Halloween vibes from Wondersoul. Uh, but yeah, until the next time we talk, do good and take care. Thank you for listening to Wondersoul. Connect with the podcast through social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search Wondersoul. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, and review. You can find us on YouTube and Twitch. We appreciate your support. Wonder Soul hopes you have yourself a good day.